Well, today we're talking a little bit more about setting healthy boundaries. If you want to check out the book that we're using for this six-week series, we'll put a link to that down below. But Tracy, today we're going to get into the 10 laws of boundaries. And the point here is that some people don't realize that there are rules and laws that govern our relationships, just like there are laws that govern the natural world. Yeah, and even law, like the law of gravity, uh, we experience the fact that we all walk on the ground and aren't floating like we're in space. So we don't necessarily see it, but gravity is at work. And so this is what we're going to talk about today. Are there these 10 laws of boundaries that even though you may not be able to articulate or identify every single one, they operate in the world. And you'll hear these and be like, oh, okay, yeah, I see how, yep. And in my relationships, this does apply, even if I didn't see it that way. So we have a lot of ground to cover. I'll read the law, Tracy, and you briefly explain it. And then groups and mentors can talk about it. We'll put questions down below to help you with that. Law number one, the law of sowing and reaping. You get what's coming to you unless someone swoops in and protects you from the negative consequences. Yeah. So this is kind of that idea that every action you take has a reaction And unless you have a codependent person in your life that comes in to protect you from negative consequences, if you make bad choices, you'll experience negative consequences. If you make good choices, you'll experience good consequences. Law number two, the law of responsibility. You aren't responsible for someone else's choices. This is a big one. Some people might need to really listen to this. Yeah, and we talked about this briefly last week. Lots of people think that we can control other people. You need to know that this law of responsibility is that you cannot be responsible or control anybody else. You can only be responsible for yourself. Law number three, the law of power. You alone have the power to see your problems and address them. So it's almost like the other side of the coin of the law of responsibility. Yeah, this is speaking to you're not a victim. You have the power to see problems or things in your life that aren't going the way you want them to go, and you can address them and make a change. Law number four, the law of respect. As we want others to respect our boundaries, we need to respect theirs. So it's kind of a special version of the golden rule. Right. If you want people to respect you, then you need to be sure to be respecting them. So we can't set boundaries in our lives and expect people to honor that. But then when someone else has a boundary, we want to step all over it. Law number five, the law of motivation. Choose to serve others out of freedom and love and not from a place of fear or control. So we're talking about what motivates someone to set and respect healthy boundaries in a relationship or in a family. Yeah, this comes into clear focus that if you're a person that wants to do lots of things for someone, you're serving people, you're running errands for them, you're making meals, whatever it is that you do, you buy thoughtful gifts and you find that you're not getting the reaction from someone that you're wanting, you aren't getting the amount of attention or appreciation, that would be the law of motivation that you need to really look at your motives for why you choose to do what you do and recognize that the best way to be is that you choose to serve out of your freedom and out of love for someone and not because you're trying to control them or because you're fearful that if you don't do these things, they won't wanna be in relationship with you. Law number six, and we like to call this the truth and love law. Speak the truth in love for the good of another person, even if it causes temporary pain. In other words, it's helpful. It might seem hurtful at first, but if it's helpful, it's best to actually step in and do some conflict. Yeah, it's actually more loving to say to someone, hey, 
that behavior or that thing that you did was really hurtful to somebody else or to me, it's more loving to talk to them about that and to confront them than for you to ignore it or just let it go so that they can continue to do that to somebody else. So this idea of speaking the truth and love that even though it might cause like temporary pain or strain on the relationship, the fact that you're willing to be honest with someone about something that they're doing that's hurtful is for their betterment in the end. So it's worth it. It's worth that temporary pain for you to help them grow as a person. Law number seven is the law of proactivity. Be proactive about what you stand for instead of being emotionally reactive toward what you stand against. And this is especially important for people who are just now learning about boundaries. Their initial phase is going to be to just react out of all of the hurt, but eventually they can get to a a healthier place as a human being. Yeah. And I think this is really good for parents to listen to. And even in marriage, that if you're a person that you just, you feel infringed upon, your kids are disrespectful, they talk back to you or your spouse just never does what you ask them to do. And you just kind of take it, take it, take it. And then suddenly you're exploding out of emotional reaction. That's not the healthier way to be. Being proactive would be to say, okay, this is bothering me. I need to step into that and communicate through that and not just get reactive. And I think that extends to law number eight, which is specifically about envy. Instead of resenting what others have out of jealousy, go after the things that you want in life. Yeah, so instead of being in the woe is me or just looking at everybody else saying, why do they get that or this? Go after the stuff you want. Again, you're not a victim. Don't waste your energy on being envious. Go after the things that you want. Now, law number nine, we actually call it the law of breakthrough. Don't shrink back from a challenge, but embrace the struggle needed to actually grow. And an example that the authors use in the book is this idea of a chick breaking through the egg. That's an important part of that chick's development. Yeah, I think the law of activity is really about not being afraid of new opportunities or new challenges to grow and to mature as a person, that we don't need to shrink back and be afraid or be timid, that we should really be out there and being proactive and embracing opportunities that come our way. And the final law, law 10, is the law of exposure, and it's that your boundaries need to be visible to others and communicated clearly. You can't expect people to read your mind and you can't read their minds. Yep. You need to be very clear about where your boundaries are and be good with that, that they're visible and understood by everyone in your life. So there's a lot to talk about in this particular topic. We encourage you to use those questions down below to dig into this and and ask yourself which one, maybe there's two or three of these laws that I need to get better at. Maybe a lot of these are new to you, but if you can learn to apply these principles in your relationships, I think it'll go a long way to helping you become a healthy person. 